Here's a Lotus again, Anderson's podcast, and it's the 30th of October 2022. The time is 14.35, and it is Sunday. Now, today we are going to have another reading from the Bible, uh, the entire book of Ezekiel. And, of course, we just start with chapter number one. In the thirtieth year, on the fifth day of the fourth month, while I was among the exiled people by the river Sebar, the heavens were opened, and I began to see visions of God. On the fifth day of the month, that is, in the fifth year of the exile of King Jehoashin, the word of Jehovah came to Ezekiel, son of Buzi, the priest by the river Sebar, in the land of the Chaldeans. There the hand of Jehovah came upon him. As I was looking, I saw a tremendous wind coming from the north, and there was a huge cloud and flashing fire surrounded by a bright light, and from the midst of the fire was something that looked like electrum. Within it were what looked like four living creatures, and the appearance of each one was like that of a human. Each one had four faces and four wings, their feet were straight, and the soles of their feet were like those of a chaff, and they were shining like the glow of burning copper. They had human hands under their wings on all four sides, and the four of them had faces and wings. Their wings were touching one another. They would not turn when they went. They would each go straight forward. Their faces had this appearance. Each of the four had a man's face with a lion's face on the right, a bull face on the left, and each of the four had an eagle's face. That is how their faces were. Their wings were spread out above them. Each had two wings that were touching one another and two wings covering their bodies. They would each go straight forward, going wherever the spirit would incline them to go. They would not turn as they went, and the living creatures had the appearance of burning coal or fire, and something that looked like torches of bright fire was moving back and forth between the living creatures, and lightning was flashing out from the fire. And when the living creatures would go forth and return, their movement had the appearance of flashes of lightning. As I was watching the living creatures, I saw one wheel on the earth besides each of the living creatures with four faces. Their wheels and their structures appeared to glow like chrysolite, and the four of them looked alike. Their appearance and structure looked as though a wheel were within a wheel. When they moved, they could go in any of the four directions without turning as they went. Their rims were so high that they inspired awe, and the rims of all four were full of eyes all around. Wherever the living creatures moved, the wheels would move along with them, and when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels would also be lifted up. They would go where the Spirit inclined them to go, wherever the Spirit went. The wheels would be lifted up together with them, for the spirit operating on the living creatures was also in the wheels. When they moved, these would move, and when they stood still, these would stand still. 
and when they were lifted up from the earth, the wheels would be lifted up together with them, for the spirit operating on the living creatures was also in the wheels. Over the heads of the living creatures was the likeness of an expanse that sparkled like awesome ice, stretched out above their heads. Under the expanse their wings were straight one to the other. Each had had two wings for covering one side of their bodies and two for covering the other side. When I heard the sound of their wings, it was like a sound of rushing waters, like the sound of the Almighty. When they moved, it was like the sound of an army. When they stood still, they would let their wings down. There was a voice above the expanses over their heads. When they stood still, they would let their wings down. Above the expanse that was over their heads was what looked like a sapphire stone, and it resembled a throne. Sitting on the throne up above was someone whose appearance resembled that of a human. I saw something glowing like electrum that was like a fire radiating from what appeared to be his waist and upwards, and from his waist down I saw something that resembled fire. There was a brilliance all around him, like that of a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day. That was how the surrounding brilliant light appeared. It was like the appearance of the glory of Jehovah. When I saw it, I fell face down and began to hear the voice of someone speaking. Chapter number 2 He then said to me, Son of man, stand up on your feet, that I may speak with you. When he spoke to me, spirit came upon me and made me stand up on my feet so that I could hear the one speaking to me. He went on to say to me, Son of man, I am sending you to the people of Israel, to rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their forefathers have transgressed against me down to this very day. I am sending you to sons who are defiant and and hard-hearted. And you must say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord Jehovah says, As for them, whether they listen or refuse to listen, for they are a rebellious house, they will certainly know that a prophet was among them. But you, son of man, do not be afraid of them, and do not be afraid of their words. Although you are surrounded by briars and thorns, and are dwelling among scorpions, do not be afraid of their words, and do not be terrified by their faces, for they are a rebellious house. You must speak my word to them, whether they listen or not, for they are a rebellious people. But you, son of man, listen to what I am telling you. Do not become rebellious like this rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat what I am giving you. When I looked, I saw a hand stretched out to me, and in it was I saw a written scroll. When he spread it out before me, it had writings on it front and back. Dodgers and mourning and wailing were written on it. Chapter number 3 Then he said to me, Son of man, eat what is before you. Eat this scroll and go speak to the house of Israel. 
so I opened my mouth, and he made me eat this scroll. He went on to say to me, Son of man, eat this scroll that I am giving you, and fill your stomach with it. So I began to eat it, and it was as sweet as honey in my mouth. He said to me, Son of man, go in among the house of Israel and speak my words to them. For you are not being sent to a people who speaks an unintelligible language or an unknown tongue, but to the house of Israel. You are not being sent to many people speaking an unintelligible language or an unknown tongue whose words you cannot understand. If I would send you to them, they would listen to you. But the house of Israel will refuse to listen to you, for they do not want to listen to me. All those of the house of Israel are hard-hearted and hard-headed. Look, I have made your face exactly as hard as their faces, and your forehead exactly as hard as their foreheads. I have made your forehead like a diamond, hard than flint. Do not be afraid of them, or be terrified by their faces, for they are a rebellious house. He went on to say to me, Son of man, take to heart and listen to all my words that I speak to you. Go in among the exile of your people and speak to them. Tell them, this is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says, whether they listen or refuse to listen. A spirit then carried me along, and I heard behind me a great rumbling sound that said, May the glory of Jehovah be praised from his place. There was the sound of the wings of the living creatures as they were brushing against one another, and the sound of the wheels next to them, and the sound of a great rumbling. And the spirit carried me along and took me, and I went in bitterness and in the rage of my spirit, and the hand of Jehovah rested strongly on me. So I went to the exiled people at Tel Aviv, who were dwelling by the river Sebar, and I stayed there where they were dwelling, and in a dazed condition I stayed among them for seven days. At the end of the seven days, the word of Jehovah came to me, Son of man, I have appointed you as a watchman to the house of Israel, and when you hear a word from my mouth, you must warn them from me. When I say to someone wicked, you will surely die, but you do not warn him, and you fail to speak in order to warn the wicked on to turn from his, on to turn from his wickedness course, so that he may stay alive, he will die for his error, because he is wicked, but I will ask his blood back from you. But if you warn someone wicked, and he does not turn back from his wickedness and from his wicked course, he will die for his error, but you will certainly save your own life. But when someone righteous abandons his righteousness and does what is wrong, I will put a stumbling block before him, and he will die, If you did not warn him, he will die for his sin, and his righteous acts will not be remembered. But I will ask his blood back from you. But if you have warned the righteous one not to sin, and he does not sin, he will surely keep alive because he was warned, and you will have saved your own life. The hand of Jehovah came upon me there, and he said to me, Get up, go to the valley plain, and I will speak with you there. So I got up and went to the valley plain, and look, 
the glory of Jehovah was there, like the glory that I saw by the river Shebar, and I fell face down. Then spirit entered into me and made me stand up on my feet, and he spoke to me and said, Go shut yourself inside your house. As for you, son of man, they will put ropes on you and tie you with them so that you cannot go out among them. And I will make your tongue stick to the roof of your mouth, and you will become mute, unable to reprove them, because they are a rebellious house. But when I speak with you, I will open your mouth, and you must say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says, Let the one listen, listen, and let the one refusing to listen, refuse, because they are a rebellious house. Chapter number 4 And you, son of man, take a brick and put it in front of you. Engrave on it a city, Jerusalem. Lay siege to it. Build a siege wall against it. Raise up a siege rampage against it. Set up champs against it and surround it with barting rams. Take an iron griddle and place it as an iron wall between you and the city. Then set your face against it, and it will be under siege. You are to besiege it. This is a sign to the house of Israel. Then you should lie on your left side and lay the guilt of the house of Israel on yourself. You will carry their guilt for the number of days that you lie on your side, and I will impose on you 390 days corresponding to the years of their guilt, and you will carry the guilt of the house of Israel and you must complete them. Then for a second time you will lie down on your right side, and you will carry the guilt of the house of Judah for forty days. A day for a year, a day for a year, is what I have given you. And you will turn your face towards the siege of Jerusalem, with your arm bared, and you must prophesy against it. Look, I will tie you with ropes, so that you cannot turn from your one side to your other side until you have completed the days of your siege. And you should take wheat, barley, broad beans, lentils, millets, and spelt, and put them in one container and make them into bread for yourself. For the number of the days that you are lying on your side, 390 days, you will eat it. You will weigh out and eat 20 seconds of food per day, you will eat it at set times, and you will drink water by measure, a sixth of a hen. You will drink it and at, at set times. You will eat it as you would a round barley loaf. You will bake it before their eyes, using dried human excrements as fuel. Jehovah went on to say, This is how the Israelites will eat their bread unclean among the nations where I will disperse them. I then said, Not that sovereign Lord Jehovah. From my youth until now I have not been defiled by eating meat from an animal found dead or a thorn animal, and no unclean meat has entered my mouth. So he said to me, All right, I will allow you to use cattle manure instead of human excrements, and you will bake your bread over it. He then said to me, 
Son of man, here I am cutting off your food supply in Jerusalem, and with great anxiety they will eat their bread rations by weight, and in horror they will drink their water rations by measure. This will happen so that, lacking bread and water, they may look in shock at one another and waste away because of their error. Chapter number 5 As for you, son of man, take a sharp sword for yourself to use as a barber razor. Shave your head and your beard, and then take scales to weigh and divide the hairs into portions. You will burn a third of it in the fire inside the city when the days of the seeds are completed. Then you will take another third and strike it with the sword all around the city, and the last third you will scatter to the wind, and I will draw a sword to chase after them. You must also take a few strands of them. You will you must also take a few strands of them and wrap them up in the folds of your garment, and take some more of them and throw them into the fire and incarnate them or incinerate them. From this a fire will spread to all the house of Israel. This is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says. This is Jerusalem. I have set her in the middle of the nations with lands all around her. But she has rebelled against my judicial decisions and my statutes acting more wickedly than the nations and the lands all around her. For they have rejected my judicial decisions and they did not walk in my statutes. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says, because you were more troublesome than the nations all around you, and you did not walk in my statutes or carry out my judicial decisions, but instead you followed the judicial decisions of the nations all around you, this is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says, Here I am against you, O city, and I myself will execute judgment in your midst before the eyes of the nations. I will do it in you. What you I will do it I will do in you what I have never done before, and the likes of which I will not do again because of all your detestable practices. So fathers among you will eat their sons, and sons will eat their fathers, and I will execute judgment among you and scatter all the rest of you in every direction. Therefore, as surely as I am alive, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah, because it was my sanctuary that you defiled with all your disgusting idols and with all your detestable practices, I will also reject you, My eye will not feel sorry, and I will show no compassion. A third of you will die by the pestilence, or perish in your midst by famine. Another third will fall all around you by the sword, and I will scatter the last third in every direction, and I will draw a sword to chase after them. Then my anger will come to an end, and my wrath against them will uh, subside, and I will be satisfied." And they will have to know that I, Jehovah, has spoken in my insistence on 
exclusive devotion when I have finished uncleansing my wrath against them. When I have finished unleashing my wrath against them. I will make you a devastated place and an object of reproach among the surrounding nations and in the eyes of everyone passing by. You will become an object of reproach and scorn, a warning example and a horror to the nations around you when I execute judgment on you in anger and in wrath and with furious punishment, I, Jehovah, have spoken. I will send against them the deadly arrows of famine to destroy them. The arrows that I send will bring you to ruin. I will make the famine worse for you by cutting off your food supply. I will send against you famine and vicious wild beasts, and they will bereave you of children. Pestilence and bloodshed will overwhelm you, and I will bring a sword against you. I, Jehovah, have spoken. Chapter number 6 The word of Jehovah again came to me, saying, Son of man, turn your face towards the mountains of Israel and prophesy against them. You must say, O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the sovereign Lord Jehovah. This is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says to the mountains, to the hills, to the streams, and to the valleys. Look, I will bring a sword against you, and I will destroy your high places. Your altars will be demolished, your incense stands will be broken, and I will throw your slain ones down before your disgusting idols. I will throw the carcasses of the people of Israel before the disgusting idols, and I will scatter your bones all around your altar. In all the places where you dwell, the cities will be devastated, and the high places will be demolished, and will lie devastated. Your altars will be demolished and scattered, your disgusting idols will perish, your incense stands will be cut down, and your works will be wiped out, and those slain will fall in your midst, and you will have known, and you will have to know, that I am Jehovah. But I will leave a remnant, for some of you will escape the sword among the nations when you are scattered throughout the land. And those who escape will remember me among the nations where they are taken captive. They will realize that I was broken-hearted over their unfaithful hearts that turned away from me, and at their eyes that are lusting after their disgusting idols. They will be ashamed of and loathe all the evil and detestable things they have done. They will have to know that I am Jehovah and that my threats and my threats to bring this calamity on them will not be empty. Will are not empty. This is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says. Clap your hands and stamp your foot and behold all the evil and detestable things done by the house of Israel, for they will fall by the sword by famine and by pestilence. The one far away will die by pestilence, the one nearby will fall by the sword, and whoever escapes these and is left remaining will die by famine, and I will fully unleash my wrath against them. And you will have to know 
that I am Jehovah, when their slain lies among their disgusting idols, all around their altars, on every high hill, on all the mountaintops, under every luxuriating tree, and under the branches of big trees, where they have made fragrant offering to appease all their disgusting idols. I will stretch out my hand against them and make the land desolate, and all their dwelling places will become more desolate than the wilderness near Dipla, and they will have to know that I am Jehovah. Chapter number 7 The word of Jehovah again came to me, saying, As for you, son of man, this is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says to the land of Israel. An end. The end has come upon the four corners of the land. The end is now upon you, and I will unleash my anger against you, and I will judge you according to your ways, and call you to account for all your detestable deeds. My eyes will not feel sorry for you, nor will I feel compassion, for I will bring upon you the result of your own ways, and you will suffer the consequences of your detestable deeds, and you will have to know that I am Jehovah. This is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says. Look, a calamity, a unique calamity is coming. An end is coming. The end will come. It will rose itself against you. Look, it is coming. Your turn has come, you who inhabit the land. The time is coming. The day is near. There is confusion and not joyful shouting on the mountains. Very soon I will pour out my rage against you, and I will fully unleash my anger against you, and I will judge you according to your ways and call you to account for all your detestable deeds. My eyes will not feel sorry, nor will I feel compassion. I will bring on you the result of your ways, and you will suffer the consequences of your own detestable deeds, and you will have to know that I, Jehovah, am striking you. Look, the day, look, it is coming. Your turn has come. The rod has blossomed and presumptuousness has sprouted. Violence has grown into a rod of wickedness. Neither there nor their wealth nor their crowds nor their prominence will survive. The time will come, the day will arrive, let the buyer not rejoice, and let the seller not mourn, for there is wrath against the whole crowd. For the seller will not return to what was sold, even if his life is spared, for the vision is against the entire multitude. No one will return, and because of his error, no one will preserve his life. They have blown the trumpet, and everyone is ready but no one is going to the battle. Because my wrath is against the whole multitude. The sword is outside, and the pestilence and the famine are inside. Whoever is in the field will die by the sword, and famine and pestilence will consume those in the city. Their survivors who manage to escape will go to the mountains, like the doves of the valley, each one will mourn over his error. 
All their hands will hang limb, and all their knees will drip with water. They have put on sackcloth, and scuttering has seized them. Everyone will be put to shame, and every head will be bald. They will throw their silver into the streets, and their gold will become abhorment to them. Neither their silver nor their gold will be able to save them in that day of Jehovah's fury. They will not be satisfied, nor will they fill their stomachs for it, for it has become a stumbling block, causing their error. They took pride in the beauty of their ornaments, and they made with them their detestable images, their disgusting idols. That is why I will make it an abhorrent thing to them. I will give it into the hands of the foreigners for plunder, and to the wicked one of the earth for spoil, and they will profane it. I will turn my face away from them, and they will profane my concealed place, and robbers will enter it and profane it. Make the chain for the land is full of blood-stained judgment, and the city is full of violence. I will bring in the worst of the nations, and they will take possessions of their houses, and I will put an end to the pride of the strong one, and their sanctuaries will be profaned. When their anguish comes, they will seek peace, but there will be none. There will come disaster upon disaster, and one report after another, and people will seek a vision from a prophet, but the law will perish from a priest, and advice from the elders. The king will go into mourning, and the chieftains will be clothed with despair, and the hand of the people of the land will tremble in terror. I will treat them according to their ways, and I will judge them as they have judged, and they will have to know that I am Jehovah. Chapter number 8 And in the sixth year, in the sixth month of the fifth day of the month, when I was sitting in my house, and the elders of Judah were sitting before me, the hand of the sovereign Lord Jehovah took hold of me there, As I watched, I saw a form similar to the appearance of fire. There was fire below what appeared to be his waist, and from his waist upwards his appearance was bright like the glow of a electrum. Then he stretched out what appeared to be a hand and took me by a chuff of hair of my head, and a spirit carried me between the earth and the heavens, and brought me to Jerusalem by means of the vision from God, to the entrance of the inner gates that faces north, where the adulterary symbol of jealousy that incites jealousy stood. And look, the glory of the God of Israel was there, like the appearance that I had seen in the valley plain. He then said to me, Son of man, please raise your eyes towards the north, So I raised my eyes towards the north, and there, north of the gate of the altar, was this symbol of jealousy in the entryway. And he said to me, Son of man, do you see what terrible, detestable things the house of Israel is doing here, things that make me go far away from my sanctuary? 
but you will see detestable things that are even more terrible. Then he brought me to the entrance of the courtyard, and when I looked, I saw a hole in the wall. He said to me, Son of man, please bore through that wall. So I bore through the wall, and I saw an entryway. He said to me, Go in and see the evil, detestable things that they are doing there. So I went in and looked, and I saw all sorts of images of uh, creeping things and loathsome beasts and all the disgusting idols of the house of Israel. They were carved on the wall all around. And seventy of the elders of the house of Israel were standing before them with Yehaniah, the son of Shaphan, standing among them. Each one has his censer in his hands, and a perfumed cloud of incense was ascending. He said to me, Son of man, do you see what the elders of the house of Israel are doing in the darkness, each one in the inner rooms where his idols are displayed? For they are saying, Jehovah is not seeing us. Jehovah has left the land. And he went on to say to me, You will see detestable things that are even more terrible that they are doing. So he brought me to the entrance of the north gate of the house of Jehovah, and there I saw women sitting and weeping over the god Tammuz. And he further said to me, Do you see this, O son of man? You will see detestable things that are even more terrible than, and that are worse than these. So he brought me to the inner courtyard of the house of Jehovah. There at the entrance of the temple of Jehovah between the ports and the altar were about twenty-five men with their backs to the temple of Jehovah and their faces to the east. They were bowing down to the sun in the east. He said to me, Son of man, do you see this? It is a terrible thing for the house of Judah to do these detestable things to fill the land with violence and to keep offending me. Here they are thrusting out the branches to my nose, so I will act in rage. My eye will not feel sorry, nor will I feel compassion. Even though they cry out loudly in my ears, I will not hear them. Chapter number 9 He then called out in my ears with a loud voice, saying, Summon those who will bring punishment on the city, each one with his weapon for destruction in his hand. I saw six men coming from the direction of the upper gate that faces north, each with his weapon for smashing in his hand. And there was one man among them clothed in linen, with a secretary in corn at his waist, and they came in and stood beside the copper altar. Then the glory of the God of Israel rose from where it had rested above the cherubs and moved to the threshold of the doorway of the house, and he began calling out to the man who was clothed in linen, at whose waist was the secretary in corn. Jehovah said to him, Go through the city, through Jerusalem, and put a mark on the foreheads of the men who are sighing and 
groaning over all the detestable things that are being done in the city. And to the others he said in my hearing, Go through the city after him and strike. Do not let your eyes feel sorry, and do not feel any compassion. Old man, young man, virgin, little child, and woman, you should kill off completely. But do not go near to any man on whom there is the mark. You should start from my sanctuary. So they started with the elders who were in front of the house. Then he said to them, Defile the house and fill the courtyard with the slain. Go. So they went out and struck down people in the city. While they were striking them down, I alone was left, and I fell face down and cried out, Alas, O sovereign Lord Jehovah, are you going to destroy all the remaining ones of Israel while you pour out your rage on Jerusalem? So he said to me, The error of the house of Israel and Judah is very, very great. The land is filled with bloodshed, and the city is full of corruption. For they say, Jehovah has left the land, and Jehovah is not seeing. But as for me, my eyes will not feel sorry, nor will I show compassion. The consequences of their ways I will bring down on their own heads. Then I saw the man clothed in linen with the Inkhorn at his waist, bringing back words, saying, I have done just as you have commanded me. Chapter number 10 As I was watching, I saw above the expanse that was over the head of the cherubs something like a sapphire stone appearing above them, and its appearance resembled a throne. Then he said to the man clothed in linen, Enter between the wheelwork under the cherubs and fill both your hands with burning coal from between the cherubs and toss them over the city. So he entered as I watched. The cherubs were standing to the right of the house when the man entered and the clothes filled the inner courtyard. And the glory of Jehovah rose up from the cherubs to the threshold of the doorway of the house and the house gradually became filled with the cloud, and the courtyard was full of the brightness of the glory of Jehovah, and the sound of the wings of the cherubs could be heard in the outer courtyards, like the sound of God Almighty when he speaks. Then he commanded the man clothed in linen, Take fire from between the wheelworks, from between the cherubs, and he entered and stood beside the wheel. Then one of the cherubs stretched his hand out towards the fire that was between the cherubs. He took some of and put it into both hands of the one clothed in linen, who now took it and went out. The cherubs had what looked like the form of human hands under their wings. As I was watching, I saw four wheels beside the cherubs, one wheel besides each cherub, and the wheels appeared to glow like chrysolite stone. As for their appearance, the four of them were alike, looking as through a wheel were within a wheel. When they moved, they could go in any one of the four directions without turning, because they would go to the place where the head would face without turning. Their entire bodies, their backs, their hands, their wings and their wheels, 
The wheels of all four men were full of eyes all around. As regards the wheel, I heard a voice that called to them, Wheel work. Each one had four faces. The first face was the face of the cherub. The second face was the face of a man. The third was the face of a lion. And the fourth was the face of an eagle. And the cherubs would rise. They were the same living creatures that I had seen at the river Chibar. And when the cherubs moved, the wheels would move alongside them. And when the cherubs lifted up their wings to be high above the earth, the wheels would not turn or move from their side. When these stood still, they would stand still, and when these rose, they would rise with them, for the spirit operating on the living creatures was in them. Then the glory of Jehovah departed from over the threshold of the doorways of the house and stood still over the cherubs. The cherubs now lifted up their wings and rose from the earth as I watched. The wheels were also alongside them when they departed. They stopped at the entrance of the eastern gate of the house of Jehovah, and the glory of God of Israel was above them. These were the living creatures that I had seen under the God of Israel at the river Sibar, so I came to know that they were cherubs. All four had four faces, four wings, and what appeared to be human hands under their wings, and the appearance of their faces were like the faces I had seen by the river Sibar. They would each go straight forward. Chapter number 11 And the Spirit lifted me up and brought me to the eastern gate of the house of Jehovah, the gate that faces east. There at the entrance of the gate I saw twenty-five men, and among them were Yahaniah, the son of Asur, and Peliatiah, the son of Benyasi, princes of the people. Then he said to me, Son of man, these are the men who are scheming evil and giving wicked advice in this city. They are saying, Is it not the time for building houses? The city is the cooking pot and we are the flesh. So prophesize against them. Prophesize, son of man. Then the Spirit of Jehovah came upon me and he said to me, Say, this is what Jehovah says. What you have said is correct, O house of Israel, and I know what you are thinking. You have caused many to die in this city, and you have filed her street with the dead. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says, The dead bodies that you have stretched out above the city are the flesh, and the city is the cooking pot, but you yourself will be taken out of it. A sword you have feared, and a sword I will bring against you, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah. I will bring you out of her, and give you into the hands of foreigners, and execute judgment on you. You will fall by the sword. I will judge you at the border of Israel, and you will have to know that I am Jehovah. The city will not be a cooking pot for you, and you will not be the flesh within it. I will judge you at the border of Israel, and you will have to know that I am Jehovah. 
for you did not walk in my regulations and carry out my judgment, but you have acted in harmony with the judgment of the nations around you. As soon as I prophesied, Belachia, the son of Benahi, died, and I fell face down and cried with a loud voice, Alas, O sovereign Lord Jehovah, are you going to exterminate the remaining ones of Israel? The word of Jehovah again came to me, saying, Son of man, your brothers, those of your brothers with the right of repurchase, along with the entire house of Israel, have been told by the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Keep away from Jehovah. The land is ours. It has been given to us as a possession. Therefore, say, this is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says, Although I have removed them far away among the nations, and I have scattered them among the lands, for a little while I will become a sanctuary for them in the land to which they have gone. Therefore say, therefore say, this is what the Sovereign Lord Jehovah says, I will also collect you from the people, and gather you from the land to which you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel. And they will return there and remove from it all its disgusting things and detestable practices. And I will give them an unified heart, and I will put a new spirit in them. And I will remove the heart of stone from their bodies and give them a heart of flesh, in order that they may walk in my statutes and observe my judgment and obey them. Then they will be my people, and I will be their God." But as for those whose heart are set to continue in their disgusting things and their detestable practices, I will bring the consequences of their ways upon their head, declares the Sovereign Lord Jehovah. The cherubs now lifted up their wings, and their wheels were close to them, and the glory of the God of Israel was above them. Then the glory of Jehovah ascended from the city and stopped over the mountain to the east of the city. A spirit then lifted me up through a vision by the Spirit of God and brought me to the exiled people in Chaldea. Then the vision that I had seen left me, and I began to tell the exiled people all the things that Jehovah had shown me. Chapter number 12 The word of Jehovah again came to me, saying, Son of man, you are living in a rebellious house. They have eyes to see, but they do not see, and ears to hear, but they do not hear, for they are a rebellious house. As for you, son of man, prepare for yourself luggage for going into exile. Then during the day, while they are watching, you must go into exile. Go into exile from your home to another place while they are watching. Perhaps they will take notice, even though they are a rebellious house. Bring out your luggage packets for going into exile during the day while they are watching, and then in the evening while they are watching, you should leave like someone being taken into exile. While they are watching, bore a hole in the wall and carry your belongings out through it. While they are watching, put your belongings on your shoulder and carry them out in the darkness, Cover your face so that you cannot see the ground, 
for I am making you a sign to the house of Israel. I did just as I was commanded. During the day I brought out my luggage as luggage for going into exile, and in the evening I bored a hole through the wall by hand, and when it was dark I took out my belongings, carrying them on my shoulder right before their eyes. In the morning the word of Jehovah again came to me, saying, Son of man, did not the house of Israel, the rebellious house, ask you, What are you doing? Tell them, This is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says. This pronouncement concerns the chieftains in Jerusalem and all the houses of Israel within the city. Say, I am a sign for you, just as I have done. That is what will be done to them. They will go into exile, into captivity. The chieftains who is among them will carry his belongings on his shoulder and leave in the darkness. He will bore a hole in the wall and carry his belongings out through it. He will cover his face so that he cannot see the ground. I will cast my net over him, and he will be caught in my hunting net. Then I will bring him to Babylon, to the land of the Chaldeans, but he will not see it, and there he will die. And all those around him, his helpers and his troops, I will scatter in every direction, and I will draw out a sword to chase after them. And they will have to know that I am Jehovah when I disperse them among the nations and I scatter them among the lands. But I will spare a few of them from the sword, the famine and the pestilence, so that they may tell about all their detestable practices among the nations where they will go. And they will have to know that I am Jehovah. And the word of Jehovah again came to me, saying, Son of man, you should eat your bread with trembling and drink your water with anxiety and anxiousness. Say to the people of the land, This is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says to the inhabitants of Jerusalem in the land of Israel. They will eat their bread with anxiety and drink their water with horror, for their land will become completely desolate because of the violence of all those dwelling in it. The inhabitant cities will be devastated, and the land will become a wasteland, and you will have to know that I am Jehovah. And the word of Jehovah again came to me, saying, Son of man, what is this proverb that you have in Israel that says, The days go by, and every vision comes to nothing? Therefore, say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says, I will cause this saying to cease, and they will no more use it as a proverb in Israel. But tell them, the days are near, and every vision will take place, for there will no longer be any false visions or flattering divination within the house of Israel. For I, Jehovah, will speak. Whatever word I speak will be done without any more delay." In your days, O rebellious house, I will say the word and carry it out, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah. The word of Jehovah again came to me, saying, Son of man, this is what the people of Israel are saying. The vision that he sees is for a long time from now, and he is prophesying about the distant future. Therefore, say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says. None of my word will be delayed, 
Whatever I say will be done, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah. Chapter number 13. And the word of Jehovah again came to me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel, and say to those who fabricate their own prophecies, Hear the word of Jehovah. This is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says. Mow to the stupid prophets who follow their own spirit when they have seen nothing. O Israel, your prophets have become like foxes among the ruins. You will not go to the broken places in the stone walls to rebuild them for the house of Israel, so that Israel may keep standing in the battle in the days of Jehovah. They have seen false visions and foretold a lie, those who are saying, The word of Jehovah is, when Jehovah himself has not sent them, and they have waited for their words to come true. It is not a false vision that you have seen, and a lie that you have foretold when you say the word of Jehovah is, when I have not said anything. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says, Because you have spoken what is false, and your visions are a lie, I am against you, declares the Sovereign Lord Jehovah. My hand is against the prophets whose visions are false and who foretell a lie. They will not be among the people with whom I confide, nor will they be written in the register of the house of Israel, nor will they return to the land of Israel. And you will have to know that I am the Sovereign Lord Jehovah. All of this is because they have led my people astray by saying, There is peace when there is no peace. When a flimsy passion wall, when a flimsy passion wall is built, they are plastering it with whitewash. Tell those plastering with whitewash that it will fall. A torrential downpour will come. Hailstones will fall, and powerful windstorms will break it down. And when the wall falls, you will be asked, Where is your coating of plaster? Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord Jehovah says, I will cause powerful windstorms to burst forth in my wrath, and a torrential downpour in my anger, and hailstones in destructive fury. I will tear down the wall that you plastered with whitewash, and bring it down to the earth, and its foundations will be exposed. When the city falls, you will perish within her, and you will have to know that I am Jehovah. When I fully unleash my wrath upon the wall and upon those who plastered it with whitewash, I will say to you, The wall is no more, and those plastering it are no more. The prophets of Israel are gone. Those who prophesy to Jerusalem and who see visions of peace for her When there is no peace, declares the Sovereign Lord Jehovah. As for you, son of man, set your face against the daughters of your people who fabricated their own prophecies and prophesied against them. Tell them, this is what the Sovereign Lord Jehovah says. Wow to the woman who see, who sew together bands for all arms and make veils for heads of every size in order to hunt down people's lives. Are you hunting for the lives of my lives of my people and trying to preserve your own lives? 
Will you profane me among my people for handfuls of barley and for scraps of bread, putting to death those who should not die, and keeping alive those who should not live, doing so by your own lies to my people who listen to your lies? Therefore this is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says, Here I am against your bands, a woman, which you use to hunt down people as through, as though they were birds, and I will rip them from your arms and release those whom you are hunting down like birds. I will whip away, rip away your veils and rescue my people out of your hand, and they will no longer be something for you to catch in the hunt, and you will have to know that I am Jehovah." For you have disheartened the righteous one with your falsehood when I was not causing him distress, and you have strengthened the hands of the wicked one so that he does not turn back from his bad ways and stay alive. Therefore you, woman, will no longer see false visions and practice divination, and I will rescue my people from your hand, and you will have to know that I am Jehovah." Chapter number 14. And some of the elders of Israel came and sat down before me. Then the word of Jehovah came to me, saying, Son of man, these men are determined to follow their disgusting idols, and they have set up a stumbling block that causes people to sin. Should I let them inquire of me? Now speak with them and tell them, This is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says. If an Israelite is determined to follow his disgusting idols and set up a stumbling block causing people to sin, and he then comes to inquire of a prophet, I, Jehovah, will answer him appropriately according to his many disgusting idols. For I will cause terror in the hearts of the house of Israel because they have all withdrawn from me and have gone after their disgusting idols." So tell the house of Israel, this is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says, Come back and turn away from your disgusting idols, and turn your faces away from all your detestable practices. For if any Israelite or foreign resident living in Israel separates himself from me and is determined to follow his disgusting idols and set up a stumbling block that causes people to sin and then comes to inquire of my prophet, I, Jehovah, I will personally answer him. I will set my face against that man and make him a warning sign and a proverbial, and a proverbial say, saying, and I will cut him off from my people, and you will have to know that I am Jehovah. But if the prophet is fooled and gives a response, it is I, Jehovah, who have fooled that prophet. I will then stretch out my hand against him and annihilate him from my people Israel. They will have to bear their guilt. The guilt of the inquirer will be the same as the guilt of the prophet, so that the house of Israel may stop wandering away from me and stop defiling themselves by all their transgressions. And they will be my people, and I will be their God, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah. And the word of Jehovah again came to me, saying, 
Son of man, if a land sins against me by acting unfaithfully, I will stretch out my hand against it and destroy its food supply, and I will send famine upon it and cut off man and animal from it. Even if these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were within the, it, were within it, they would be, they would be able to save only themselves, because of their righteousness, declares the Sovereign Lord Jehovah. Or suppose I make vicious wild animals pass through the land, and they depopulate it, and make it a wasteland without anyone passing through because of the wild animals. As surely as I am alive, declares the Sovereign Lord Jehovah, even if these three men were in it, they would save neither their sons nor their daughters, They would save only themselves, and the land would become desolate. Or suppose, or suppose I bring a sword against the land and say, and says, let a sword pass through the land and cut off from it both man and animal, even if these three men were in it, as surely as I am alive, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah, they would save neither their sons nor their daughters, they would save only themselves. Or suppose I send a pestilence into that land and pour out my rage on it with bloodshed to cut off from it man and animal, even if Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, as surely as I am alive, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah, they would save neither their sons nor their daughters, they would save only themselves because of their righteousness. But this is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says, So it will be when I send my four punishment, sword, famine, vicious wild animals, and pestilence against Jerusalem to cut off man and animal from it. However, some left in it will escape and be brought out, both sons and daughters. They are coming to you, and when you see their ways and their deeds, you will certainly be comforted over the calamity that I brought on Jerusalem, over everything that I did to it. They will comfort you when you see their ways and their deeds, and you will know that it was not without cause that I did what I had to do. Uh, I had to do it, declares the Sovereign Lord Jehovah. Chapter number 15 The word of Jehovah again came to me, saying, Son of man, How does the wood of the wine compare with that of any other tree or branch from the tree of the forest? Can a pole from it be used to do work? Or do people make a peg from it to hang utensils on? Look, it is thrown into the fire for fuel, and the fire consumes both end and scorches the middle. It is now, is it now fit for any work, even when it was whole, it could not be used for anything. How much less useful it will be when the fire has consumed and scorched it. Therefore this is what the Sovereign Lord Jehovah says, Just like the wood of the wine among the trees of the forest, which I have given as fuel for the fire, so I will deal with the inhabitants of Jerusalem. I have set my face against them, They have escaped from the fire, but fire will consume them. And you will have to know that I am Jehovah when I set my face against them. 
and I will make the land desolate, because they have acted unfaithfully, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah. Chapter number 16 The word of Jehovah again came to me, saying, Son of man, make known to Jerusalem her detestable practices. You must say, This is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says to Jerusalem. Your origin and your birth were in the land of the Canaanites. Your father was a Amotite and your mother was a Hittite. As for your birth, on the day you were born, your umbilical cord was not cut. You were not washed in water to make you clean. You were not robbed with salt and you were not wrapped in clothes. No one pitched you enough to do any of these things. No one pitied you enough to do any of these things. No one had compassion for you. Instead, you were thrown into the open field because you were hated on the day you were born. When I was passing by, I saw you kicking about in your own blood. And as you laid there in your blood, I said, Keep living. Yes, I said to you, lying there in your blood, keep living. I made you a very great multitude, like plants sprouting in the field. And you grew up and developed and wore the finest ornaments. Your breast became firm and your hair grew, but you were still naked and exposed. When I was passing by and I saw you, I noticed that you were old enough for expressions of love. So I spread my garments over you and covered your nakedness and made an oath and entered into a covenant with you, declared the sovereign Lord Jehovah, and you became mine. Furthermore, I washed you with water and rinsed away your blood and put oil on you. I then clothed you with a embroidered garment, and gave you fine leather sandals, and wrapped you in fine linen, and I clothed you with costly garment. I adorned you with ornaments, and put bracelets on your hands, and a necklace round your neck. I also put a ring in your nose, and earrings on your ears, and a beautiful crown on your head. You kept adorning yourself with gold and silver, and your clothing was fine linen, costly material, an embroidered garment. Fine flour, honey, and oil were what you ate, and you grew to be extremely beautiful, and you became fit to be a queen. Your fame began to spread among the nations because of your beauty, for it was perfect, because my own splendor I placed upon you, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah, but you began to trust in your beauty, and you became a prostitute because of your fame. You lavished your acts of prostitution on everyone passing by, and your beauty became his. You took some of your garments and made colorful high places where you prostituted yourself. Such things should not take place, nor should they ever happen." You also took your beautiful jewelry, jewelry made from the gold and silver that I had given you, and you made for yourself male images and prostituted yourself with them, and you took your embroidered garments and covered them, and you offered them my oil and my incense, 
and the bread that I had given to you, made from fine flour, oil, and honey, that I gave you to eat, you also offered to them as a pleasing aroma. That is exactly what happened, declares the Sovereign Lord Jehovah. You took your sons and your daughters, whom you had borne to me, and you sacrificed these to idols to be devoured. Have your acts of prostitution not gone far enough? You slaughtered my sons, and you offered them as sacrifice by making them pass through fire. While engaging in all your detestable practices and acts of prostitution, You did not remember the days of your youth when you were naked and exposed, kicking about in your own blood. After all your evil, wow, wow to you, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah. You built yourself a month and made a high place for yourself in every public square. You built your high places at the most prominent places of every street, And you turned your beauty into something detestable by offering yourself to everyone passing by, and you multiplied your acts of prostitution. You prostituted yourself to the sons of Egypt, your lustful neighbors, and you offended me with your countless acts of prostitution. Now I will bring my hand against you and diminish your food allowance and give you over to the will of the woman who hates you, the daughters of the Philistines, who were upheld because of your conduct, obscene conduct. Because you could not be satisfied, you then prostituted yourself to the sons of Assyria. But after prostituting yourself to them, you still did not find satisfaction. So you increased your prostitution towards the land of Tratas and towards the Chaldeans, But even then you did not find satisfaction. How sick your heart was, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah, when you did all these things, behaving like a brazen prostitute. But when you built your month on the most prominent places of every street and made your high places in every public square, you were not like a prostitute, because you refused any payment. You are an adulterous wife, who takes strangers instead of her own husband. People give all prostitutes a gift, but you are the one who has given gifts to all those lusting after you, and you bribe them to come to you from all around to commit prostitution. You are the opposite of other women who engage in prostitution. No one commits prostitution your way. You pay others, and they do not pay you. Your ways is the opposite. Therefore, O prostitute, hear the words of Jehovah. This is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says. Because you lust, your lust has been poured out, and your nakedness has been exposed during your prostitution with your lovers and all your detestable, disgusting idols, to which you even sacrifice the blood of your sons. Therefore, I am collecting together all the lovers you have given pleasure to, All those you loved together with all those you hated, I will collect them together against you from all around and expose your nakedness to them. They will see you completely naked. And I will punish you with the judgment that adulterous and women shedded blood deserves, and your blood will be shed in rage and jealousy. 
I will give you into their hand, and they will tear down your mounds, and your high places will be pulled down, and they will strip you of your garment, and take your beautiful jewelry, and leave you naked and exposed. They will bring against you a crowd, and they will stone you, and will slaughter you with their swords. They will burn your houses with fire, and execute judgment on you before the eyes of many women, and I will bring an end to your prostitution, and you will stop giving payment. I will satisfy my rage against you, and my indignation will turn away from you, and I will be calm and no longer feel offended. Because you did not remember the days of your youth, and you have angered me by doing all these things, I will now bring the consequences of your ways on your own head. Declares the Sovereign Lord Jehovah, and you will no longer carry on your obstinate conduct and all your detestable practices. Look, everyone who uses Proverbs will apply this proverb to you. Like mother, like daughter, you are the daughter of your mother, who despises her husband and her children, and you are the sister of your sister, who despises their husband and their children. Your mother was a Hittite and your father was a Amotite. Your older sister is Samaria, who is dwelling to the north of you with her daughters, and your younger sisters, who is dwelling to the south of you in Sodom with her daughters. Not only did you walk in their ways and follow their detestable practices, but in a short while you were even more corrupt in all your conduct than they were. As surely as I am alive, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah, Sodoma, your sister and her daughters, have not done what you and your daughters have done. Look, this was the error of Sodoma, your sister. She and her daughters were proud and had an abundance of food and carefree tranquility, yet they did not support the afflicted and the poor. They remained halted and carried on detestable practices in my sight, so I found it necessary to remove them. Nor did Samaria commit even half as many sins as you did. You kept making your detestable practices abound more than they have, to the point that my sisters appeared righteous because of all your detestable practices. You must now bear your humiliation because you have justified the behavior of your sister. On account of your sins of acting more detestable than they have, they are more righteous than you. So now be ashamed and bear the humiliation of making your sisters appear righteous and I will gather their captives, the captives of Sodom and the daughters, and the captives of Samaria and her daughters, and I will also gather your captives along with them, so that you may bear your humiliation, and you will feel humiliated because of what you have done by comforting them. Your own sister, Sodom, and her daughters will return to their former state, and Samaria and her daughters will return to their former state, and you along will with your own daughters will return to your former state. Sodom, your sister, was not worthy of your mention in the days of your pride, before your own wickedness was exposed. 
Now the daughters of Syria and her neighbors reproach you, and the daughters of the Philistines, those all around you, treat you with scorn. You will bear the consequences of your obscene conduct and your detestable practices, declares Jehovah. But this is what the Sovereign Lord Jehovah says, I will now do with you just as you have done, for you despise the oath by breaking my covenant. But I myself will remember the covenant that I made with you in the days of your youth, and I will establish with you a permanent covenant. You will remember your behavior and feel humiliated when you welcome your sisters, those older than you, as well as those younger than you. And I will give them to you as daughters, but not because of your covenant. And I myself will establish my covenant with you, and you will have to know that I am Jehovah. Then you will remember and be too ashamed to open your mouth because of your humiliation, when I make an atonement for you despite all that you have done, declares the Sovereign Lord Jehovah. Chapter number 17 The word of Jehovah again came to me, saying, Son of man, tell a riddle and release a proverb about the house of Israel. You must say, This is what the Sovereign Lord Jehovah says, The great eagle with great wings, long pinions and full colorful plumage, came to Lebanon and took the top of the cedar. He plucked off its topmost shot and brought it to the land of traders and set it down in a city of traders. He then took some of the seeds of the land and put it in a fertile field. He planted it like a willow by abundance waters, so it sprouted and became a low sprouting wine with its foliages facing inwards and its roots growing under it. Thus it became a wine and produced shoots and sent out branches. And there came another great eagle with great wings and large pinions. This wine then stretched its roots eagerly towards him, away from the garden beds where it was planted, and it sent out its foliages towards him so that he would irrigate it. It had already been planted in a good field near abundance waters in order to produce branches to bear fruit and to become a majestic wine. Say, this is what the Sovereign Lord Jehovah says. Will it prosper? Will someone not tear out its roots and make its fruit rot and cause its sprout to wither? It will become so dry that neither a strong arm nor many people will be needed to pull it up by the roots. Although it is transplanted, will it prosper? Will it not dry up completely when the east wind blows on it? It will dry up in the garden bed where it sprouted. And the word of Jehovah again came to me, saying, Please tell the rebellious house, Do you not realize what these things mean? says, Say, look, the king of Babylon came to Jerusalem and took its kings and its princesses and brought them back with him to Babylon. Furthermore, he took one of the royal offspring and made a covenant with him and put him under an oath. Then he took away the prominent men of the land, so that the kingdom would be brought low, unable to rise up, so that only by keeping his covenant might it continue to exist. But the king finally rebelled against him by sending his messengers to Egypt to obtain horses and a large army from them. 
Will he succeed? Will the one doing these things escape punishment? Can he break the covenant and still escape? As surely as I am alive, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah, he will die in Babylon, in the place where the king who made him king lives, the one whose oath he despised and whose covenant he broke. And the great army and numerous troops of Pharaoh will be of no help in the war. When siege ramparts are raised and siege walls are built to destroy many lives, he has despised an oath and broken a covenant. Even though he gave his promise, he has done all these things and he will not escape. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says, As surely as I am alive, I will bring upon his head the consequences of despising my oath and breaking my covenant. I will cast my net over him, and he will be caught in my hunting net. I will bring him to Babylon and enter into judgment with him there because of the unfaithfulness he committed against me. All the fugitives of his troops will fall by the sword, and those remaining will be scattered in every direction. Then you will have to know that I myself, Jehovah, have spoken. This is what the sovereign Lord Jehovah says. I will take a shoot from the top of the lofty cedar and plant it from the top of its wings, oh, sorry, twigs. I will pluck a tender shout, and I myself will plant it on a high and lofty mountain. On a high mountain of Israel I will plant it, and its branches will grow, and it will produce fruit and become a majestic cedar, and every kind of bird will live beneath it and resides in the shadow of its foliage. And all the trees of the field will have to know that I myself, Jehovah, have brought down the high tree and exalted the low tree. I have dried up the green tree and made the dry tree blossom. I myself, Jehovah, have spoken and have done it. Chapter number 18 And the word of Jehovah again came to me, saying, What does this proverb that you quote in the land of Israel mean? Fathers are eating sour grapes, but the teeth of the sons are set on the edge. As surely as I am alive, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah, you will not continue to quote this saying in Israel. Look all the souls, to me they belong, as the soul of the father, so also the soul of the son. To me they belong. A soul who sins is the one who will die. Suppose that a man is righteous and does what is just and right. He does not eat adulterary sacrifices on the mountains. He does not look up to disgusting idols of the house of Israel. He does not defile his neighbor's wife or have relations with a woman who is menstruating. He does not mistreat anyone, but he returns what a debtor has given him in pledge. He does not rob anyone, but he gives his own food to the hungry one and covers the naked one with a garment. He does not charge inheritance or engage in usury, but he refrains from acting with injustice. He executes true justice between one man and another. And he keeps walking in my statutes and observing my judicial decisions in order to act in faithfulness, 
Such a man is righteous and will surely keep living, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah. But suppose that he has become a father to a son who is a robber or a murderer, or who does any of these other things. Though the father has not done any of these things, he eats adultery sacrifices on the mountains, defiles his neighbor's wife, mistreats the needy and the poor, takes things by robbery, does not return a pledge, looks up to the disgusting idols, engages in detestable practices, engages in usury and charges interest, then the son will not keep living because of all these detestable things that he has done. He will surely be put to death. His own blood will be upon him. But suppose that a father has a son who sees all the sins his father has committed, and though he sees them, he does not do such things. He does not eat adulterary sacrifices on the mountains. He does not look up to the disgusting idols of the house of Israel. He does not defile his neighbor's wife. He does not mistreat anyone. He does not seize what was pledged. He does not take anything in robbery. He gives his own food to the hungry one and covers the naked one with a garment. He refrains from oppressing the poor. He does not engage in usury or charges interest, and he carries out my judicial decisions and walks in my statutes. Such a man will not die because of the error of his father. He will surely keep living. But because his father's practices fraud, robbers his uh, practice fraud, Robert robbed his brother and did what was wrong among his people, he will die for his error. But you will say, why does the son not bear guilt because of his father's error? Since the son has done what is just and righteous, has kept all my statutes and has observed them, he will surely keep living. The soul who sins is the one who will die. A son will bear no guilt because of the error of his father, and a father will bear no guilt because of the error of his son. The righteousness of the righteous one will be accounted to him alone, and the wickedness of the wicked one will be accounted to him alone. Now if someone wicked turns away from all the sins he has committed and keeps my statutes and does what is just and righteous, he will surely keep living, he will not die. None of the transgressions that he has committed will be held against him, he will keep living for doing what is righteous. Do I take any pleasure at all in the death of a wicked person, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah? Do I not prefer that he turns away from his ways and keeps living? But when someone righteous abandons his righteousness and does what is wrong, doing all the detestable things the wicked do, will he live? None of the righteous acts that he did will be remembered, for his unfaithfulness and the sin he has committed, he will die. But you will say, the way of Jehovah is unjust. Please listen, O house of Israel. Is it my way that is unjust? Is it not your way that is unjust? 
when someone righteous abandons his righteousness and does what is wrong and dies because of it, he will die for his own wrongdoing. And when someone wicked turns away from the wicked, um, the wickedness that he has committed and begins to do what is just and righteous, he will preserve his own life. When he realizes and turns away from all the transgressions that he has committed, he will surely keep living. He will not die. But the house of Israel will say, The way of Jehovah is unjust. Is it really my way that are unjust, O house of Israel? Is it not your way that are unjust? Therefore I will judge each one of you according to his ways, O house of Israel, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah. Turn away, yes, turn completely away from all your transgressions, so that they will not be a stumbling block bringing guilt upon you. Rid yourself of all the transgressions you have committed, and acquire a new heart and a new spirit. For why should you die, O house of Israel? I do not take any pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the sovereign Lord Jehovah, so turn back and live. So, this was approximately half of the book of Ezekiel, and of course we're going to return tomorrow with the second half. So this is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It's the 30th of October 2022. The time is 18.25 and it is Sunday. Bye.